What's going on? Chantel here, and welcome to my podcast, Chantel Says. Listen, this podcast is dedicated to the average millennial looking to return home to themselves through radical healing, self-love, and consciousness. Here, we talk about everything, self-love, identity, intimacy, gender, manifestations, energy, and so much more. Authenticity is the objective, so you can expect some nice and colorful language. I'm talking about the shits, the damn, the fucks. So, so view discretion is advised. So if you're ready to get into today's episode, let's get into it. What is up and welcome back to Chantel Says. I hope you guys are doing well. I am doing <laughs> Y'all, let me tell you about the last three weeks, okay? So my computer completely just stopped charging and pretty much my battery went out on my Mac and I was like devastated. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, what's happening? And I had, I had already recorded um, the episode that just came out on Tuesday um, how to uh, cultivate a spiritual practice. And I wasn't able to release it until yesterday, which was Tuesday. And uh, y'all, I haven't recorded in three weeks because my laptop had to go to the uh, Apple store and get fixed and blah, 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 and finances, try to figure it out and money. And I was just like, my gosh. And I like literally, like God, the universe was like, okay, you need to sit down you need to fall in love with your gift again because I was like just going and going and like oh my gosh I gotta record uh right <laughs> and I know it's my purpose and stuff but listen I've learned that statement I say a lot of things broke my heart but fixed my vision and these last three weeks completely fixed my vision completely made me and allowed me to fall in love and also your girl had to surrender because you know Y'all know I'm a control freak and this was out of my control. So it was, it was a process, you know, I had to really, really get to a space where I was able to just be and just sit and just let it flow the way it needs to flow, ebb and flow. And we're back three weeks later, we are back. I'm back on the microphone and I'm so excited. I could not wait. I was like, mom, leave the house. I can record. <laughs> but anyways, let me, let me stop. But Oh my gosh, I didn't even press. Oh my gosh, we have a good one today, as I always say in each and every episode, because I truly believe it. Today, we're talking about home via gifts and how to discover your gifts. I believe that every every one of us have gifts laying in, in, on the inside of us that was strategically placed on the inside of us with a very intention on how to on manifesting it out and walking out in this life. And I just want to offer you guys just some just some knowledge, just from my experiences and just from things I've read on how to discover your gifts. And, you know, for those who feel like I don't have any gifts where I'm just, you know, cruising through life on autopilot, this is for you because you have a gift inside of you that is waiting to be unlocked. And I'm here to just, you know, help you and guide you and just pretty much give you that spark back, you know? And so let's get into today's episode, Home Via How Can I Find My Gifts? Or you could just say Home Via Gifts. All right, you guys, so we're going to hop right into this episode. How to discover your gifts or home via gifts, how you want to phrase it. I'm really not sure how I'm going to uh, title it just yet. <laughs> That's why I keep saying both, but uh, both, both, okay? Black folks love to say both. They, anything with a T-H on the end, black folks love to put an F-F on the end, okay? Both, 
teeth. <laughs> Anyways, let me stop. Okay. I'm I'm really excited to be back on this um back on the microphone. Um yeah, just really excited. So anyways, gifts. How can we discover our gifts and how can we understand our gifts? To be to begin, we have to understand that before we get to the how, we have to get to the know. Like I know the knowing of it. And to understand that each and every human walking this planet has a gift inside of them. And understanding that your source gave you that gift the moment you were born the moment you were the moment you were put in your your human's womb and able to come into this earth there was gifts and passions and purpose and vision placed down on the inside of you that was placed strategically so that you can walk it out and have a fulfilling life so a lot of times people are not understanding what lays on the inside of them, right? And we have to understand before we get to the how to discover it, we have to get to the revelation that is even there, right? So there's a certain element that comes into play when we're thinking about the gift that's on the inside of us. And the sole purpose of that gift was so that you can walk it out and have a fulfilling life. Because when you walk out your gift, it won't be roses and all the butterflies every single day, but what, what it will be is fulfillment. And there's a fulfillment that's attached to your gift, whatever that may be. And like I said, we're going to get to the how in a few. But what I really want you to understand is that when you think of a gift, right, think of it as like think of Christmas. And when, you know, you're, you're giving gifts or you're receiving gifts, a lot of times it comes like in a, in a, in a package, right? It's wrapped really nice, the bow, the, the, the wrapping paper. I mean, some folks go all out. They like write notes on it. I am not a really big uh, present wrapper. I don't really have patience for stuff like that. So I'll just give you a bag. <laughs> I know it's really bad, but you know, a lot of times your gift is, is packaged in a way where you know, you're giving it to someone and say, here, this is my gift from you, you know, happy birthday, Merry Christmas or whatever holiday that you may, you know, um, celebrate. And so when you think of that, the gift is you receive the gift in anticipation of opening it, anticipation that there's something on the inside of it that will bring you happiness and bring you fulfillment, right? And so when you receive that gift, you instantly smile. You instantly get happy. I mean, if it's from a person you might receive the gift from, but you know, <laughs> but you instantly smile, you instantly get happy and you're like, okay, I'm ready. And so you start to unravel the, the, the present. You start to open it and take off the paper and the wrappings and you open the box, however way it's wrapped. And then you look inside of it and it's that very thing that you wanted. Say you wanted, a, a, let's say an Alexa and you know, someone gives you Alexa and you're so happy because you know that it's going to fulfill and, and, and bring you happiness to some degree in your life. That's the same way with your gift. When you were conceived and brought into this life, your source wrapped a gift inside of you and that is waiting for you to unlock it and to just open it. That gift is right there. It's down on the inside of you. Sometimes it's, it's under a lot of debris. It's under a lot of stuff, a lot of wounds and traumas, and all this stuff. It's under so much stuff, but it's still there. I'm getting ahead of myself, but it's still there. And the thing about it is that 
there is nothing you can do to remove the gift. But what you can do is allow that gift to remain dormant within. And what I mean by that is that if something gets placed deep on the side, like think of it, like think of a, your heart, right? Without your heart, we won't be living. You, if your heart was, was to stop right now, you would pass over to the next life, right? Or wherever, wherever you believe. And so you wouldn't be in this physical body that you're in right now if your heart stopped, right? So think of it as your gift is like your heart. If you remove it, it stops. But the thing about it is that most people don't remove a heart before it's time to be removed, right? So your gift is like your heart. It cannot be removed. Is, is down on the inside of you just sitting there, whether you're tapped into it or not, whether you're, you know, thinking about it or, 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 or trying to seek it out, try to find your gifts, it's still there. You know, right now I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just visualizing like a yellow, I'm getting a vision of like a yellow present that's wrapped in red and it's just like in a box and it's like a bright golden color and it's literally just sitting there. Think of that. Think of your favorite color wrapped in the box, you know, and it's just sitting down inside of you, just sitting there waiting, just waiting for you to even consider the box, to even think about, should I open this? Or even, or even think about the box or allow that to come into your conscious mind to say, huh, I think I have a gift down on the inside of me, Right? And so sometimes think of like this too. And sometimes when we leave things unattended for so long, it becomes rusty like a car. If you don't drive a car for a certain amount of time, it starts to break down, right? It starts to do certain things because it's not being of use. And I'm not saying that your gift is breaking down. No, it's ready. But sometimes the gift needs nurturing. The gift needs and an and, and electrical plug to plug it in, right? And so we can uh, have the gift on the side, inside of us, but allow, allow it to lay doormat within us. It's doormat, right? It's doormat, I should say, it's doormat. And so we have to understand and get to the knowledge of that we have a gift before we can open the gift. So like, you don't go to someone's house on Christmas and you may, don't get me wrong, you may, but you don't go to someone's house and, and, and you usually receive gifts from them and you have anticipation that I'm about to receive a gift and you get there and you're like, oh, where's my gift? Because you drive over to that person's house with the anticipation and, 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 and the sureness that that gift, I have a gift there. So it's the same type of knowing. You have to know that you have a gift because you do, because your source placed it down on the inside of you. Before you even was considering your gift, when you was a child, you know, drinking milk or whatever, your gift was there. And the thing about it is that our society is not set up for people to discover their gifts. It's set up to go a certain direction. This is what you do. This is how you act. This is who you be. And, it's, and, and, and it's, it, it doesn't leave room for your sacral chakra, it doesn't leave room for the creativity in the, in, the, in the expression of who you truly are and walking that out. It doesn't leave room for that. And so when you are discovering and you get to understand like, you know what, I have a gift. I may not be walking in it. I may not even know that, 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 that it exists, but 
I hear you, Chantel, and I'm going to trust, not in me, but trust in your source that is there. It is there. And the thing about it, your unconscious mind knows that it's there because there are certain things that you do that brings you joy. And there's certain things that you walk out and that you become and who you are, that's just natural to you. Like my birth mom, she is naturally good at uh, numbers, naturally. So her gift is numbers, right? Her gift is, I won't say numbers, but her gift is sort of putting things together, the details of everything, right? So there's a certain gift that everyone has and is linked to what comes natural to you. And like I said, I'm jumping ahead of myself, but when we understand that there is a gift on it inside of us, now it's time for the adventure. And that's why I call the seek and find. Because the adventure lies in trying to figure out what is my gift. And sometimes our gifts are right in front of us, but we're just too busy doing other things to see what our gift is. We're too busy trying to make money. We're too, we're too busy trying to climb the, the corporate ladder. We're too busy trying to do certain things that isn't our gifts, which is totally fine. Do you, we got to make ends meet. But what I'm saying is that sometimes your gift is right in front of you and it doesn't seem like that can't be my gift. That's so freaking simple. Like it's so simple. Like, have you seen Encanto? I'm not going to give the spoilers away. But that movie is all about gifts. And I won't tell the ending, but let's just say Maribel, I think that was her name, the main character. She had a gift and her gift was right in front of her the whole time. She was always walking out her gift, but she let other people tell her you didn't have a gift because it wasn't an outward expression. So sometimes you are already walking and walking out and living in your gifts, but people, people second guess you and you make people second guess it and you allow people to come into your mind and say, is that my gift? I don't think I have a gift, but you've been walking in the whole time. The whole film, she was walking in her gift, but she didn't, she didn't recognize it because it wasn't like an outward thing, right? So a lot of times the movie was all about outward gifts, but sometimes your gift could be internal. And the internal world isn't always seen, which is a beauty in that. And so when you're trying to discover your gifts, right, and you get to a space of like, I know it's down inside of me. I know it's there. I just don't know how to, I don't know how to, I don't know how to execute it. I don't know how to manifest it. I don't know what the hell it is. You're in a perfect, perfect space because now revelation can come. See, I, I always pray for wisdom, revelation, knowledge, understanding. Because when you have a vision and purpose, you need all four elements to start working and intertwining within that vision and your wisdom. You need wisdom to, to make decisions. You, you need understanding to have clarity. You need, you, need, you need knowledge so that you know what you're doing to pretty much. So if, you're, if your gift is an athlete, you need knowledge on how to dribble the ball. You need knowledge on how to throw a football. You need knowledge. So therefore you seek out resources, right? And then, then you have the revelation, which is that deeper level of understanding, that deeper level of knowing. And you need all four components to be able to seek and find. So the first thing I would say is that make a list of what brings you a full body fulfillment. What makes you happy? And not just happy from an external standpoint, right? But what brings you that full body fulfillment? Fulfillment to your core. What lights your chakras on fire? 
that twinkle in your eye, what comes to you naturally that you don't have to force? It's literally easy for you. It's easy. And I'm not saying you won't have times of being tired and you need rest, but it comes natural to you. So for one, for me, one of my gifts is, and that's another thing, you can have multiple gifts. It's just not one gift. You can have multiple gifts and it comes out in different ways. So for me, I have the gift of speaking, right? It comes natural to me. I've been speaking all my life. I told you how, you know, my introduction uh, episode number one, how I used to get in trouble in, in school because they say, she's a great student. She just talks too much, which was my gift. And the point three was, I'll get to point three in a minute, but nurturing, there, there comes a certain nurture that happens with your gift. But like I said, I'm jumping ahead. But what brings you that full body fulfillment? What comes to you easy? And when you do it, there is a sense of just promise. There's a sense of fulfillment. There's a sense of gratitude, of love, of joy. What brings you joy effortlessly? Because that is linked to your gift. Another one of my gifts is I'm a clairvoyant. I see visions in, in scenes within my intuition. That just comes natural. I don't have to conjure it up. I ain't got to think about a vision. I just get, I receive downloads in my third eye a lot. In my intuition, I see visions. I dream a lot as well. And I just see scenes of different things, right? And a lot of times it's uh, future it's future scenes or future visions. Sometimes it's like from our present, but usually it's my future. So that's, that's another one of my gifts. You know, I speak, you know, I can talk, and then I have a, I'm clairvoyant. I can have visions and all that other stuff. So, and that comes, that comes natural. I've been, I've always been like this. I'm going to share a story. When I was younger, I think I was about eight or nine, I was walking through my house and I looked in my room. My room was pitch dark and I had the light off. And I saw my grandmother who I never met. Um, I was born in 91. My grandmother passed away in 89. I've never met her, just seen pictures. And I literally saw her sitting on my bed, sitting there. She had pink knit, I can see her right now. She had pink knit sweater on, blue jeans, like these little pink little slippers. She had these big old bifocals, her hair was pulled back. And I was like, I looked and I was like, who the heck? Is that my grandma? Mind you, I know she looked like based upon pictures, but I've never seen her obviously in person. And so she just sat there in the peace that she radiated. Like she had peace. She was so peaceful and just beautiful. I still can see her right now. I, I can just see it. She's just so peaceful. And I remember what I went, I went back to my mom. Like, oh my gosh, I just saw Grandma Agnes. My mom was like, no, you didn't. Like, girl, no, you lie. And I was like, no, I swear, I swear I did. She was like, how? Like she's, she's passed away. She's dead. And I was like, well, this is what she was wearing. And the crazy thing is, that was my grandmother's favorite outfit. How did, mind you, th there was no pictures that I saw that favorite outfit. But how did I know that? How did I see that? It just came natural to me. So that's what I mean by there are natural gifts that you have. And you've probably walked out one or two of your gifts already. You just don't know it because it's like, that was easy. And you move on. But ease and flow is connected to your gift. When I speak, when I talk, there are times where I'm like stuttering and, you know, talking too fast, but it just comes easy. Like people are like, how do you talk every week? Like I could never do that. And I'm like, it just comes easy because that's my gift, the gift of gab, the gift of speaking, right? And 
we have to understand that before I get to my next point. The first point is knowing that you have a gift. Know that it's inside of you, even if you don't know what it is, even if you don't feel like you're walking out or you don't have a clue, know that it's there. You are not purposeless. You're not visionless. It is there. It is ready to be walked out. It's ready to be tapped into. It's ready. It's just waiting for you to get that revelation. So in your quiet moments or, or however way you meditate or pray, ask for wisdom, revelation, knowledge, and understanding when it comes to your gifts. Allow your source to, uh, uh, to open your eyes and your ears, your spiritual eyes and your spiritual ears to be able to hear and see and understand your gifts because you have them. It's just a matter of getting curious. In Big Magic, she said, what is creativity? It's the curiosity. Being curious of something. Being curious of, do I have a gift? What are my gifts? That's the first step is getting curious about the things that's inside of you. Stop looking for, to the outside world to provide you with answers. It's in the inside. Don't get me wrong. We're going to get into nurturing in a few, which is nurturing externally, externally your internal self. But before we get there, understand that all your answers lie within. Your gift is within. So it's telling you to go within. What comes natural to you? What brings you joy? What brings you full by fulfillment? What, what brings you ease and flow? It comes effortlessly. You, you don't have to try. Think about it and write down or, you know, write it down or do voice memo, however way you, you get it out. But think about it. You deserve that. You deserve to just think about your gift. We pour out so much to other people. We pour out, pour out, and we don't pour into ourselves. Give your time to yourself. You deserve it. You deserve to figure out your gift. You deserve to connect to your source and say, okay, what is it? What is it? And don't look at money. Well, it, it won't bring me money. Money, in the wise words of my boy Foster, money is the lowest frequency. And, and you could say, well, I got money and all this other stuff. That's totally fine. It's the lowest frequency. You know how I many people have money and are not happy, are not joyful, are not satisfied and grounded? So tap into your gift. And that will bring you fulfillment. And your gift will make room. Your source knows that you need money to, you know, move throughout this, 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 this life. But tap into your gift and know that it's there because it's waiting for you. It's waiting for you. All right, so now we're going to get to our first segment, which is bag of questions. This segment is all about you, where I take your questions. You email me, you DM me, you text me, and I answer them right on the podcast. So this week I had a two-part question. So I'm going to answer the first part of this episode. And then next week I'll answer the part two. It comes from all the way from Australia, from the homie, Elena. Hello. I miss you, girl. <laughs> so the first question about questions is, as someone with multiple and lots of creativity, how do you manage to fully decide to focus on one thing slash your purpose? Oh, that's a good one because I struggled with this. It's crazy. I my therapist, I came to her about this and I was like, I'm good at this, I'm good at this, I'm good at this. And what if I do a podcast? They won't see that I'm a writer as well. And this, and she was like, Chantel, slow down. So I'm gonna ask the question one more time. As someone with multiple and lots of creativity, how do you manage to fully decide to focus on one thing slash your purpose? 
I am someone who can only focus on a maximum of three things at a time. So before I answer this question, you have to know yourself. You have to understand and be aware of what you can handle. And if you can only handle one thing at a time, handle one thing. If you can have two, three, four, five, handle it. But what I would say is that each, whatever you're working on, whether it's one thing, two, or three, each one should be fulfilling a different part of yourself. Okay. So for me, I'm, I'm a speaker. I'm also a writer. Now I, for me personally, I get more fulfillment through speaking than writing, but I'm also a great writer as well. And writing gives me a different fulfillment of speaking. Speaking, speaking is like a full body. Writing is like that sacral chakra that I'm feeling. Writing is that third eye that's coming out. Writing is for me, my crown chakra. So pretty much what I just said is speaking gives me a full, full body, whereas writing gives me a healing through my emotions, if that makes sense. So whatever you're focusing on, make sure that it's fulfilling you. So it could be, if you're just focusing on one thing right now, then do that and give it your all. But also make sure that you're able to give each thing that you're working on your undivided attention, your undivided attention, and you're able to pour out. And if you have different and multiple things going on, make sure as much as you're pouring out, you're pouring within. So hopefully that answers your question. And this is back of questions. All right, so we're back. We've gotten into the gifts of knowing and then seeking and finding that adventure, right? And my, my I say that adventure is quite fun because you're, you're, as you go on the adventure, you're discovering new parts of yourself as you go, which is a beautiful thing. We all should be able on a venture of discovering more parts of ourselves and healing and growing. And the last thing that I would say, as you are on your adventure, and once you discover or discover your different gifts or gift, whatever it may be, nurture. You have to nurture your gift, right? You have to nurture it. What I mean by nurturing is the definition of nurture is to care for, encourage the growth of development, right? So, so some synonyms for nurture are education, care, food, feed, discipline, etc. Some autonomous, uh, the opposite of synonyms, I can't say the word autonomous, I can't say the word, but the opposite of nurture is ignorance, neglect, deprivation, starvation, etc. There are two sides to the coin. We either nurture it or we neglect it. We either care for it or we starve it. We either feed it or we don't feed it. It takes a proper nurturing of your gift. I remember I, I saw an interview with Kobe Bryant. He said, don't look at what I did. Look at how I did it. He had to nurture the gift of basketball. He had to get, he had to go to the micro. He had to come down from the macro. The macro was, I want to win a championship. I want to be the best. I want to do this. I want to do that, which he accomplished. But how did he accomplish it? He had to go down to the very micro of the game. He had to learn how to dribble with his fingertips. He had to learn how to place his body on defense. He had to learn how to sit his butt back and push your shoulders back when you're on defense. The micro is where you nurture your gift. So for me, the gift of speaking, how do I nurture speaking? 
Well, A, I speak. B, I rest my body. I rest my voice. And I also read about speaking because there is a certain knowledge that comes with your gift. You may have the God-given talent to do something, but you also have to learn how to walk out that God-given talent. Right. So I have a like, let's like say I have a gift of clairvoyant and I can have visions and, and dreams and all this other stuff of clairvoyance too, with dreams and all the stuff. I see things very clearly in my intuition. But how do you nurture that, Chantel? You nurture by meditating. You nurture by working out. You nurture by going to uh, nature. You nurture by healing. And you receive a certain understanding of your gift. So whatever your gift is, whether it's public speaking, whether it's numbers, whether it's playing basketball, whether it's um, preaching, whatever, whatever it is, there comes a certain education that comes after it because you have to understand your gift to walk out your gift. So don't look at how do I become the best? Look at what do you have to do to become the best at whatever you're doing? Seek out resources right? Seek out an understanding. Because like, like I said, there's two sides to the coin. So, so, so you know you have a gift, you discover your gift, now it's time to nurture it and walk it out. So you can, you have to feed your gift, you have to edu educate your gift, you have to discipline your gift. So for me, discipline, when I was a young girl, I will always get in trouble in school for talking. I have the gift of talking, right? But also with the gift of talking comes, sometimes you don't listen. So I had to nurture my gift of speaking by listening. I can talk all day and not leave no room for no one else to say anything because I'm just walking in a gift. But there comes a certain level of maturity and a certain level of understanding of your gift. And so for me, how I walk out, not only just speaking and talking to you, but just in my everyday life, I listen. I listen. That's the other side to the coin. So if you're speaking, you're listening. If you're a great listener, speak, right? So whatever your gift is, whatever it may be, it may be, you know, you're great at science or you're great at doing certain things. There's a certain level of care that needs to happen to the gift because you nurture it. Think of it as, as a baby. When a baby first comes out, there is a, a heightened nurture. And then sometimes we nurture up until they can walk and talk and kind of forget to nurture them. It's like, no, we need continuing nurturing. Right. So think of your gift right now, especially if you, especially if you're just now discovering it. Think of it as a baby. It's like literally infant stages. It's at literally zero months, one month old. It needs the most nurturing right now, the most care, the most undivided attention, the most discipline. So let's, let's say, you know, you want to start working out and your gift is movement. Your body needs a certain level of attention and care right now in the beginning stages to even get you to that next level because your gift will make room for your next level. Your gift will make room for your next season. So for me right now, I haven't spoken three weeks on a microphone, but you best believe I was still walking that gift in my everyday life. Trust the plus. So there's a certain level of care that comes when you are walking out your gifts, when you're understanding your gifts, and when you got to a space where you could say, okay, I know what my gifts are, or I know at least I know what one of them are. How can I nurture this? How can I read more about it? How can I listen to podcasts about it? Before I even started my podcast, I went through 
a podcast training. I listened to different podcasts. I had um, went through this program where she teaches you how to start a podcast. I learned the ins and outs. I learned about the microphone. I learned about the, 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 the right editing system. I learned about it all because, yes, I have the gift of speaking, and it comes out in my podcast, but I also have to learn about podcasts. So that I can be the best version and show up as Chantilla, the best version on my podcast. So you may have the gift of writing scripts, you know, film scripts, but you got to learn how a film script, script is wrote in the first place. So you may have to read a book. You may have to go back to school. You may have to do certain things to nurture and grow the gift because the moment you nurture it, it's going to grow more and more. The first time I, the first time I got on the microphone, I was so afraid. I was so nervous. Cause I never did before. Yeah, I did my IGTV's videos, but it's different. The like, it, it's just a different platform. But I had to nurture it before I got to walk walk it out. And that's what I'm saying. Don't look at what someone is doing. No, and, and also look at people who's doing what your gift is. You know, and and honor that. But don't look at what they're doing. Look at how they did it. How did someone become the number one? podcast how did someone become the number one science how did someone become the number one this number one that it's not about being number one it's a matter of going down to the micros of life going down to the micros of your gifts and literally figuring it out understanding it inside and out i want to learn everything i can about language i want to learn everything i can about communicating because that is my gift not just to you but to myself because I communicate, I communicate to myself every day, my mom, my birth mom, my, my, my friends, communication. So I learn about communication. I, I, I listen to different things because I want to grow and learning and grow in my gift. Your gift wasn't just given to you just for now. You wanted to grow in it. So understanding that gift, understanding that it is there it is waiting for you to come and find your gift and unlock the gift. But then when you unlock the certain gifts that you have and you start to understand it, take the time to nurture it. Take the time to, to understand it. Take the time to learn and gain wisdom and revelation and knowledge and understanding. Whatever that gift may be, gain the wisdom. Before I would just talk, I didn't have wisdom. I would just talk a tip, but now I have something to say. Gain the understanding. Okay, Chantel, how do you speak? Gain the knowledge. Okay, you speak a lot, but you got to listen even more. The revelation that this is what you've called to be. You are language. You are communication, Chantel. Whatever your purpose, your gift, that you are that. So walk it out. Walk it out with conviction and purpose and be have a vision. Your gift will provide a vision for your life. And now you are, you're not visionless. You have a vision and you can walk it out and you know where you're going. The most powerful people on this, on this planet have a vision. And if you don't have a vision, that's okay too. Because guess what? Even, even the person with the, with the clearest vision didn't have vision at some point. So it's okay to not have a vision. But the moment you go on this adventure with yourself, that vision will become more clear, clear. And clear then you can walk it out because you're because purpose is what your source placed in you vision is how it manifests out of you so align to your gift align to your gifts plural and allow that gift to give you vision 
so that you can move forward in your life and your in, in your friendships, in your relationships, in your partnerships, in, in, in your family, in your community, vision. Gifts bring vision. It allows you to feel, it allows you to be. Your gift will provide an unshakable, an indomitable spear of joy. Get curious. That's all I'm asking you. Just get curious. And then ask your source to bring, to, to, to bring forth a deeper understanding, a revelation, wisdom, and knowledge of what your gift is. Because it's there. It is waiting for you. It's waiting for you to tap into it and to walk it out. All right, you guys. So we're going to move into our last segment, which is called Main Takeaways. It's where I sum up today's episode in three easy steps to take with you on your journey of learning and walking out your gifts. Okay. So number one, have an unshakable faith that you most certainly have a gift or gifts. You have it. Number two, seek and find. Go on that treasure hunt from the inside out to discover your gifts. And if you don't know, ask your source to bring forth the understanding and the light at the end of the tunnel. And number three, nurture. Take care of it. Take care of your gifts. Learn, grow, repeat, and evolve in your gifts. Your gift will make room for you. Allow it. Allow your gift to bring you vision, purpose, and manifestations. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of Chantel Says. Remember to subscribe so you can receive new episodes right on their release. Hit that like button and make sure to leave a review in Apple's podcast or wherever you listen to your podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Chantel Says to stay connected for new updates, giveaways, and much, much more. Lastly, breathe in, breathe out. Remember, you are a spiritual being having a human experience. You are alive, you are free, and you are unburdened. The universe protects you, and God loves you. Until next time. Love always. Peace.